0: This is All Things Considered on KNKX. I'm Ed Ronco. The King County Council is spending $2 million for gun violence prevention. The recently approved money creates a grant program and comes from a larger pool of funds for COVID-19 relief measures. County Council Member Zahalai pushed to have that money set aside, and he joins me now to talk more about it. Hello. Hey, Ed. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking time. So how does gun violence prevention tie into COVID relief?
1: You, we can ask the prosecutor's office, we can ask the police department, we can ask all of the people who's, who have their hands on uh, dealing with homicides and violence, how COVID-19 is related to violence. But the connection is clear. When you have a pandemic that is uprooting people's lives, increasing anxiety and isolation, closing down facilities and other outlets where people usually deal with their stress in a more, uh, in a better way. When you have massive job loss and unemployment and poverty going up, violence is going to go up too. And so it's a clear connection and the data shows us that as well.
0: The money set aside here, $2 million, creates a gun violence prevention grant program. What will it do?
1: It'll create a flexible pot of money for organizations that are already out there in the streets keeping their neighborhoods safe to apply and receive extra funding and resources to continue doing the work that they're doing. If you go to certain parts of my district, you'll see organizations that are activating spaces, uh, making sure that there's better lighting and music and people with relationships there in in parking lots and, and outdoors to make sure that young people are not getting in trouble. There are organizations that go out and calm down disputes and fights to make sure that things don't escalate. There are organizations that do healing circles to make sure that uh, issues are resolved. There are organizations that connect uh, people who are at risk for violence, either shooting or being shot at, are connected to the support services and the resources they need to make alternative decisions. So this work is already going, but many of these organizations are operating on shoestring budgets. And this is data-driven stuff. If you look at their impact, we know that they're making an impact and making safer communities, but they just don't have what they need to continue doing that. And hopefully this is one step in the right direction to giving them what they need.
0: I want to ask a question for the skeptics, because I think it's important to address. Um, there's This is not an apples-to-apples apples comparison necessarily, but we've seen local officials, for example, direct millions and millions of dollars to addressing a crisis like homelessness, uh, which... Mm-hmm but it feels like there's not a lot of change to the crisis itself. How could this be different?
1: So just to address that point on homelessness, we spend millions and millions addressing symptoms rather than causes. We need at least a billion dollars every year invested into creating more housing in our region. This is these are numbers I'm just making up. This is coming from a McKinsey report. You know McKinsey' is not some liberal think tank. This <laughs> is a, a organization that does uh, a, a lot of work in, in reporting. So the people who are thinking we're investing too much in quote unquote homelessness, don't know what they're talking about because we need way, way more investment in housing or otherwise we're just going to keep spending millions on symptoms that aren't going to make the root causes go away. Uh, So when we're talking about gun violence, to get to to your question, it's the same thing. The the same causes uh, of homelessness are also going to be causes of crime as well. When people are housing unstable, when people can't afford to live in Seattle anymore, when people's uh, dollars and income are no longer going to afford the, the basic things that they need to survive, yeah, we're going to have issues with crime and, and violence. So um, we need much more investment on those upstream things. But at the same time, we do need that kind of immediate violence prevention work. And that's what this uh, pot of uh, funds is going toward.
0: I want to talk a little more broadly, if we can. Um, There's a spotlight right now on anti-Asian hate following the shootings last month in Georgia, where eight people were killed, including six women of Asian descent. There is a long history of anti-Asian hate in this country, but we have seen some really brutal incidents in in recent weeks. I I guess I'm just curious what your response is to that, especially as a government leader who has some power to take action, as well as just your response in the way that we're all watching what's happening and, and having our own reactions to it.
1: Like you said, Ed, anti-Asian hate is nothing new. We have a country that treats uh, Asian Americans as perpetual foreigners. And so we need to denounce that forcefully. We need to make sure that everybody knows that Asian Americans, Pacific Islanders are welcome in this region, and we need to keep them safe. We need to all do our part to report incidents of hate. And we need to just make sure that 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 Asian hate is part of the larger conversation around eliminating uh, racial bias and stigmatization. And that's what's happening right now.
0: All of these issues feel interconnected to me. You know, when you talk about gun violence and homelessness and COVID and, and hate, do you see improvement? Do you see us getting better?
1: To be honest with you, I don't see us getting better on the current trajectory that we're on. I think things, if we don't make big changes, are going to get a lot worse. If you're rich and powerful in this city, in Seattle, in King County, you are going to continue getting more rich and more powerful based on our current regulatory and tax framework. If you're poor and low wage and working class based on our current regulatory and tax framework, life is about to get a lot harder for you. And the symptoms of that, the symptoms of homelessness and increased crime and racial disparities, those are going to keep getting bigger. And so uh, we just have a lot more fundamental change to, to fight for. And I'm hoping that everyone in our region can understand that it's in their best interest. Equity is not just in the interest of people who are struggling. It's in all of our interests because the people who come up to me and they say, encampments are growing downtown. My small businesses are, are suffering. Um, we need equitable policies. That's, at the end of the day, that's what's going to solve those problems. Not shuffling people around, not treating the symptoms, really talk, thinking about and addressing the core issues.
0: County Council Member Girmay Zahalai, thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Ed. I really appreciate it.